Well, good Sunday morning again. Here we are, stuck at home, longing for a way of escape. I am grateful that we at least have a home to be stuck in. I'm sure the Lord will provide a way of escape. Last time I talked about going the other way. The other way is actually going God's way. It's an attractive way because we instinctively know it's the right way, the way we should handle circumstances. We know it would make us a better person. Sometimes it's a way out of a dilemma that we may find ourselves in. But it's more than a way paved with good intentions. It's a God-engineered way through life. It is a free way that I want to encourage you today to take. Making the right choices helps us become better persons. Most people have the aspiration to be good and almost every religion recommends being good with the hope of some utopian ideal at the end of the road. Observation tells us, however, that most roads don't lead there. Jesus said, I am the way. What makes the Jesus way the better way, and in fact, the only way that works? It works because it is a God-made way. God understands sinful human nature and its inclination to go the wrong way. He knows the wilderness of life, the hostile world that sin has created. Left to our own devices, none of us can get through life alive. The good news, the gospel, is that God has made a way where there was no way. The way is Jesus. It is the Jesus highway. It's more than a way out, it is a way through. It is a free way through the wilderness of life. It is the only good way. The Bible tells us the historical event of Israel being miraculously taken out of slavery in Egypt. The only way to the promised land was through a virtually impassable wilderness. God used events in the wilderness to teach Israel how to live in partnership with God. Their journey in many ways is an example for us to navigate our faith journey through life, but with a twist. God has made the way easier for us. He has made a free way for us through the wilderness of life. I was looking at Google Maps recently and now there's in fact a freeway through the wilderness between Egypt and Israel called the M50. You can make the trip in about nine hours as opposed to 40 years. I wonder which way Moses would choose. Of course, the freeway was not available to him at the time. The freeway that God has made for us is a great choice because it leads to freedom. It's free, safe, and will get us to our destiny. So why on earth would people not choose to take it? Well, the fact is people naturally resist submitting to someone else's will. In particular, even with the best intentions, we have an inclination to rebel against God's will and His way. That rebellion is called our sinful nature. The reality is, where there's a way, there's a won't. God is a realist when it comes to sin-contaminated human nature. Prophet Jeremiah said on behalf of God, Stand at the crossroads and ask, where is the good way? And then walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. But you would not. Jesus also said, I would have gathered you as a hen gathers her chicks, but you would not. A conflict of wills is built into our human nature. We can't help ourselves. I was reading about a baby's most common first words. Number six in that list is the word no. The word no comes right after mommy, daddy, ball, bye, hi, and then no. Refusal to obey instructions is built into our human nature. You can blame Adam and Eve for that. 
Adam and Eve lived initially in a perfect harmony with the Lord in the garden. They had their own will, but there was no conflict of wills. Sin means choosing conflict instead of deliberate harmony with the will of God. So now whenever there's a rule, there's an inclination in our nature to try to break it or at least bend it. We think of it as freedom when in fact it's slavery to a rebel power that consistently defeats our best intentions. So our first choice to make is, will it be our way or the highway? We have to make a deliberate choice to take the way of God that he has provided, in spite of our natural inclination to go our own way. That choice is called repentance. It means abandoning our way and choosing the Jesus way. Some are afraid to commit to the Lord because they fear they will lose their freedom. It is true that once I choose to trust and put my life in Christ, I am in fact committed. It is a covenant, but that actual covenant guarantees freedom. Janet and I exchanged vows some years ago now on our wedding day. I promised to keep myself only onto her so long as we both shall live, and she did likewise. It is a vow, a free will commitment to exclusive love that removes the freedom to pursue other lovers. However, it creates the freedom and security to be ourselves without fear of rejection. So in effect, we have exchanged one freedom for a better freedom. We still have a will of our own, but covenant relationship is a deliberate choice to harmonize our wills and to face life together in that bond of love. Choosing the Jesus highway is choosing the love of God and the kind of freedom that that brings. Another objection I often hear is that it's too difficult to live up to the standard. Even Christians don't always live up to their own standards. It is true that the Bible actually calls the highway the highway of holiness and that it has restrictions on those who travel on it. But think of it this way. When you choose to travel on the freeway of God, he actually provides you a vehicle. You are in Christ. This vehicle is designed for the highway. Foot traffic is not even allowed on the highway. So the rules therefore are different. The main rule is this, stay in your vehicle at all times. Being in Christ means living by the rules of grace and truth. Grace empowers you to live life abundantly and keeps you safe. Truth gives you direction and safe boundaries. True holiness is the good life. You can take the freeway because you are in Christ Jesus in a new vehicle designed for that highway. All believers have to learn to rely on grace. When we fail, we can be attempted to embrace stricter rules or try harder. Promoting a moral value without actually living it is actually hypocrisy. Trying harder is like running on the highway instead of walking. It becomes exhausting. It doesn't work and in fact it's not even permitted. Both attempts are religion without relationship. Grace means admitting your limitations and asking the Lord to forgive and to equip you to overcome. That way you're relying on the relationship you have with him who you are in Christ to overcome and change, and that works. We can all slip up and get off track. A couple of years ago, in the good old pre-pandemic days, Janet and I did a road trip to Nova Scotia in her red-hot, low-slung, high-powered convertible. Wow, she looked good in that. I felt inspired to go off-road and explore some Bay of Fundy scenery. Google showed this faint line of a road leading to the bay. We took it. What a view! Take a picture. Now get back on the road. 
It was narrow with no opportunity to turn around, only to go on. So we headed deeper into the wilderness on that rutted, muddy, grass in the middle excuse of a road. Two camouflage suited guys with helmets and ATVs approached us from the other direction. They looked at us through their visors and said, what's a car like that doing on a road like this? Good question. Your new life in Christ is designed for the highway of holiness, and it is at home there. It is not designed for the off-road, rough wilderness terrain. So should that happen, make a U-turn, repent, get repaired, and find your way back to the road. Following Jesus is a new way of doing life. I've been a believer and been on God's freeway for most of my life. I can testify it is a good way of life. Can I encourage you to get on and to stay on the King's Highway? Let's pray. We are so grateful, Lord, that we have found you the living way. As we face the challenges of life and need to make right choices, Lord, we now more than ever need to find not just a way, but your way. Thank you that you promised that if we ask, you would show us the good way, the ancient path. You have not left us to search on our own, but provided your Holy Spirit, who in a still small voice still says, this is the way, walk in it. You are our constant companion on the way. Because of that, I know we can say with the Apostle Paul, I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you and in me will bring it to perfection and completion. Amen. May God bless you all, and may he keep you in his way. Amen.